Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I am your founder and host, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Inval Claudio. Inval was born in Israel, and aside from a four-year stint in North Carolina, has spent the majority of her life in Southern California, where she currently lives with her husband and two little daughters. She's always had an entrepreneurial drive and has had multiple jobs and companies, whether it's management, restaurants, real estate, and five years ago started her candle company. She then realized there was a gap in the influence market, influencer marketing space for small businesses and brands. So she realized she had to create a platform to help the millions of entrepreneurs that were being overlooked, including her own. So without further ado, please welcome Inval Claudio to GEMS Podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. And before we dive in, I'm going to ask you to share a fun and interesting fact about yourself as a way of an icebreaker so the community could connect with you on a more personal level. Sure. So um, I actually talked to my husband about this earlier today. <laughs> um, but I'm going to use his because it pertains to me. And I think it's funny. So we met on a dating app called Bumble. You too? What? <laughs> not on Bumble, POF. <laughs> oh, plenty of fish. Yeah. Yeah. So we met on Bumble and um, he put his, um, he put that he was a chef. And stop, your husband's a chef? Yes. So I was like, swipe because I don't like, I can eat, I can live off sandwiches. Like I don't really, I, I don't like to be in the kitchen too much. So I was like, perfect chef. Well, turns out he's not a chef. He's a really good cook, but he was not a chef. He's, um, he was an officer in the Marine Corps and he knew that a lot of people like myself, um, may have bad experiences with Marines. And so he didn't want to taint that. <laughs> um, but he's, you know, he's not like any other Marine that I've ever met. He comes from an amazing family. He's so intelligent. Um, he's a great guy. So yeah, it was funny. I'm glad he put chef. Cause if he put Marine Corps Marine, I would have not, not swiped on him. <laughs> that is hilarious. Cause I had no idea you were going to share that. So my husband and I met on POF and I saw him in his chef outfit and kind of like you, I, I'm not made to be in the kitchen and I am a go-to, I can eat cereal all day if, if you let me, or just, you know, go to one of my family members' houses because I'm South American and Caribbean scent. So someone is always cooking. Mm -hmm. So I never really had to cook. And so I was like, Ooh, this is nice. And I love to eat. And so I was like, Oh, let me uh, hit like. And I didn't know that when you hit like that, it sends them a message automatically. Oh. So he was like, oh yeah, you pursued me. I was like, no, I didn't. I was like, I'm an independent woman. I work in oil and gas. There's a, um, there's guys a dime a dozen. Um, That's so funny. It, it was just hilarious. So for you to share that as your icebreaker. And I was like, me too. 
that is hilarious. Yeah. I was like, Oh, great. So it's awesome because he is always willing to cook for me. And he's always like, what do you want me to make you? What do you want me to make you? And that's literally all I need. Like, I just need to be fed. Um, and I'm happy. So it's perfect. (laughs) That is amazing. And congrats on you really tapping into the entrepreneurship and just looking for a way to help other entrepreneurs, because sometimes we have that whiffle method, which is what's in it for me. But then I feel like we need to change it to uh, what's in it for we, because we're better when we're together. And I always say united we stand and divided we fall. And so one of the things that resonated with me, it's like, oh, candle maker, tech company. And then before the recording, we had a a quick little icebreaker pre-chat. You were talking about women empowerment and just other stuff like that. So I want you to start with your background, because once I understand your background and the audience says, then we're able to really connect the dots on where you are now. Yeah, so... My background, long story short, I, uh, like you mentioned, I was born in Israel and I moved to California um, at a very young age and I'm super, super close with my family. Um, I didn't really go very far for college. I, I've been working since I was 16, usually having more than one job. Um, and then I went to school local cause I was mostly working. So I was working, I had internships and, um, I went to school and I just love being busy. So, um, as I was kind of figuring out what I wanted to do, I always stayed in the restaurant industry and I was in management for a while. And I just realized that I always tried to improve the place of work that I was at. And it wasn't always well-received, um, by, the men who are running these restaurants. And I should note that both of the restaurants have closed because they've gone under (laughs) since I left. Um, But yeah, it's, it just made me realize like, okay, well, I need to work for myself. I need to be able to use the ideas and the motivation that I have to make a company better and just put all that energy into my own business. And um, I did that by kind of starting my own real estate company And then realizing that industry wasn't really for me. And I um, went back into the corporate world. And then after I met my husband, we kind of talked about starting our own business. Um, And that's when the candles came in. And I knew that we were going to be like traveling because he was in the Marine Corps. So I knew that anywhere I went, I could take this with me. Nice. And so why did you... um zero in on candles did you just like candles and maybe you just didn't like the ones that were on the market because maybe all the additives that are in it is just not really conducive for that holistic vibe yeah so that had a lot to do with it um I was never really a candle person, but I started to see all these different candle companies pop up at farmer's markets and they were all very clean, but they were so expensive, you know, for me, for somebody who didn't know like anything about candles. And I was like, oh yeah, like a bed, bath and beyond candle, which I never used to buy, but they were like $5. Like, how are these candles getting sold for like 25, 30, $40? So I told my husband, I was like, um, I think he actually got the idea from a podcast he listened to. Um, this woman was making soaps and so soaps and candles kind of go hand in hand. So we started looking at candles and, um, we were both like very clean, very like all natural type of people. So we were like, okay, let's just make all natural candles. So he found 
um, a candle that was sold at Nordstrom and it was 400 something dollars and it was sold out. It was on back order. And he's like, we need to get into the luxury candle company, company business and start making like really awesome candles that are pricier. And so we were kind of thinking about different ways. And I came up with the idea of infusing all the wax with real gold. So when it melts, it shimmers really beautifully. And so we got a trademark for that um, and just started kind of building our business and learning how to make candles, which we is me. I was doing all of it. He was working. (laughs) So now that you have the foundation in the candle business, are your candles primarily sold online or or any brick and mortar stores? So um, I started my candle company about five years ago and I was, I started it in California. So I had tons of connections and network. Um, My network was pretty big because I was, I had lots of friends in the fitness world. I was in restaurants, like I'd mentioned before. So um, I knew a ton of people. So it was like farmer's markets. I was selling them straight to consumer. And then four months later, we moved to North Carolina and I kind of had to start all over. Um, but it really made me go out of my comfort zone and reach out to retailers in the area, like meet new people at farmer's markets. And so, um, I did, I had all my candles in, um, like retail stores in the area. Some I was shipping back to California. I was doing a lot of, um, farmer's markets and trade shows. So that's basically how I grew. Amazing. And then now where did the tech piece come into your life? So this is a perfect transition actually. (laughs) Um, so my daughter was born, um, about a year after we moved to North Carolina. And I realized, as you know, since you're pregnant, it gets harder to do things. Um, and once she's born, I couldn't really do shows anymore. I was nursing. I couldn't even do like one day shows because it was too many hours. Like my husband brought her to me one time to nurse and it was a mess. Um, so I had to essentially transition from in-person sales to online sales. And I was looking at influencer marketing platforms and I just quickly realized that I didn't fit in. I was being overlooked, um, a small business with not a big budget. These platforms were charging like $500 for businesses to connect with influencers and they were taking commissions. They had different requirements like business size. And even for influencers, like you had to have a certain number of followers. And I just felt like it was me and millions of people that were in my shoes So I had to do something. And that's kind of when I came up with the idea for like-minded collective. Yes. Now let's dive deeper here because you and I um, have similarities. I'm not in the candle business, but podcasting, whenever you're pitching for sponsors, they want to know how many people are following you, how many downloads do you have, what, and they ask you a ton of metrics. And then some of the sponsors, they may not necessarily you know, fit your ideal avatar or your mission behind your podcast. So when you first launch your, uh, your business to really help other entrepreneurs who are, whether in the candle space or outside of the candle space, what um, was your core mission behind it? Yeah. So I started building the platform. I want to say I came up with the idea like two and a half years ago. And then I started really diving in about two years ago and it was really to make small businesses, nano and micro influencers 
feel like they matter because so many people get told you need a certain number of followers. Like 10,000 is the number that gets thrown around. Like you need 10,000 followers to make money or for businesses like, Oh, nobody's going to want to work with you. If you're going to try to gift them, um, or your budget is too low, you know, everybody needs to start somewhere. So it's like the chicken and the egg problem. Influencers want to grow, but no brand is going to work with them until they get a following, but they can't get a following until they start posting content and same thing with brands. So my platform, the mission was really to connect these two people that don't have another avenue of connecting. Um, as I was building it, I realized that there was a huge gap where female entrepreneurs were not connecting while they were building their business. So they were having a hard time finding virtual assistants. They were having a hard time finding web designers, um, branding agencies, PR agencies, social media managers. So I wanted to not only have the influencer marketing, but I wanted to bring the networking aspect to it too, where you can connect with other female entrepreneurs. You can brainstorm, you can support each other. You can make friends, um, do podcast swaps, you know, all these different things all on the platform. And it's a way that um, it's like your personal incubator outside of like Facebook, which is now Meta, Instagram, or some of those other social media platforms, because what happens when that platform goes down, you don't have a BCP, which is your business continuity plan to make sure that you are still connecting with your ideal avatar, they could reach out to you, your notes are there and et cetera, because whenever I think it was Instagram and Facebook that went down, people yep. are like, oh my gosh, my business, I can't do my business. Well, because you built your business in an ecosystem and you didn't have anything offline to fall back on onto. So how do you um, make sure that if something were to happen technology-wise that like-minded collective will still be running? Yeah. So the platform that I built is completely custom. So I'm not relying on any third party whatsoever, um, which is really nice, um, except for my hosting, obviously. But, you know, like every small business owner should do, I started an email list <laughs> um, and I really try to, I really, before I even launched, I just, I just tried to build a community around everybody who was even interested in the platform because I just launched two months ago. And before then I had a big following, like big, I had like 800 people following me on Instagram. We were supporting each other. Um, I was still doing networking events. I was really nurturing my email list, sending out podcast recommendations, pointers. And so you just have to really get their email address, put them in a space where you can connect with them, even if something goes wrong. Yes, you definitely have to have your own ecosystem. So you could like, just really keep the lines of communications open. Cause sometimes people fail like to connect with the people who were there with them from the start, because when they grow, they start to lose lose a sense of touch and a sense of that personalization. And no matter how big you get, I feel like you still need to remember what your core values are and what your overall mission is so you can hold yourself accountable. And I feel like that's the problem that we see with some of the big brands. They end up being swayed by the dollars except instead of swayed by the people. 
Yeah, 100%. I mean, I can tell you firsthand when I first came up with the idea, um, after creating a name and everything, I was like, okay, I'm just going to start talking to people that have experience in this. Um, and everybody, everybody told me I need to charge more. Everybody told me that I need to take a commission. Everybody was like, there's other platforms out there that are charging like two, $300. And that it just made me realize that where I'm at and what my path is, is the right one. Because like nobody, nobody wants to cater to the small people, <laughs> you know, like the candle makers and everybody just thinks that it's a dollar sign. And, you know, somebody who has like, you know, a really low budget, like they're not going to make me millions. So I don't want to worry about that, but that's just not the case because when you really care about the people who are investing in your business, then that's when you create raving fans. And that's when you really build a genuine connection with people who will support you. They'll give you the best testimonials. They'll talk about you in interviews. They'll just promote your business for you. And I've been so fortunate to have the most amazing people use my platform that do just that for me. Absolutely. And it just shows the proof is in the pudding because they say your network is your net worth because the people in your network, if they feel like they're part of your community and that you're really supporting them and y'all are doing it um, in a way that is complementing one another and doing that partnership, they're not going to have a problem talking about you and wearing your, your merchandise or advertising for you because not only are they getting something out of it, but then it's like iron sharpening iron. You're becoming stronger together. And I think more people need to start doing that. And I love the name like-minded collective. So uh, when you came up with the name, what drove you to putting that together? It's so funny because my favorite part is coming up with business names. (laughs) Um, I honestly was just laying in bed one day, like brainstorming names and words with my husband. I basically just put a bunch of names on a paper and I start connecting the dots or I'll have like communicate or conversation, communicate conversations with my husband and be like, oh my gosh, that's it. You know? And that's basically how it was. I was like, I just want to bring like-minded people together. And I was like, that's it. Like-minded. Um, and of course the collective came because the URL wasn't available for like-minded and like all the other intellectual property issues. Um, so we added collective, but it really is, it's a collective. Um, it's a community. It's just like-minded people. We're all positive. We all just want to see each other succeed from all different realms. We have people on the platform that are aspiring entrepreneurs. We have influencers, we have people who have, um, raised like multi, multi millions of dollars for their startups. So it ranges and everybody just wants to help. So it's incredible to see the community that we've all built together. Do y'all ever do any webinars or trainings? So, um, you're giving them some educational material while also empowering them. Okay. You may not be strong in this area, but we could help you like, you know, build upon your strengths rather than accentuating your weaknesses. Yeah. So I started off just with the platform and then I added 
Um, essentially the platform is you create a profile, you can search for anybody based on different criterias from keyword to, um, follower count to price. If you're looking for influencers in your price range, which is really convenient, um, industries. So for candles, you know, I was looking for home decor, for example, or like military spouse. I would love to support other military spouses. Um, so whatever industry I'm looking for, and then I can message them directly on the platform. And then because I wanted to really bring in that community aspect, we added a social feed. So this is where you promote your business. You ask questions, you ask for help, you have a give to offer the community. You can do freebies, you can post collaborations, you can post job openings, um, like anything goes on this feed. And that's just been so huge because Facebook groups now are so restrictive and you have to get approved by an admin and they don't want you to promote your business, but some do. I mean, this is, this feed is to promote your business. That's the whole point of this platform. And so we have all that. And then I realized that what was really missing was the face-to-face -face aspect of connecting because I like I live off networking with women entrepreneurs. I love it. I love talking to people. I love hearing their story. So I wanted to bring that aspect onto the platform. So we do two mastermind networking events a month, um, hoping to make that four soon, but essentially it's a 30 minute mastermind and then an hour of networking. So we've covered everything from imposter syndrome to self-care, um, finances and business, branding, web design, sales. Um, I mean, you name it, I have somebody who's coming to talk about it. And then it's an hour of networking. So that's kind of how I've built, you know, not just the platform where it's very like behind the scenes, like you get to meet people, you get to promote your business in the chat and connect that way. So it's incredible seeing people connect like on these networking calls and people who are friends now because of the networking events that we put on. So it's been really cool. That is amazing. And then for the face-to-face -face piece of the networking, because I know um, we're all over geographic wise, are you just doing the face-to-face -face in California or can anyone set up a face-to-face -face in maybe their area? Do you have like different hubs around the different locations? So everything right now is virtual. So we have people from like, we have a doula in India, her and her mom joined us, which is really cool. Um, so it's worldwide, um, which is the really cool part. Eventually, yes, like my dream is to do face, you know, in-person events, um, but that's just not feasible right now. Um, but everything is virtual, so anybody can join. Amazing. And it would be nice to see a like-minded collective like conference, maybe like annually, where everyone who is part of the community could get together in a centralized location and just really meet just face-to-face. Because -face. I know there's a lot of Zooming going on or um, Teams and all of that, but it's also good when you could actually like shake their hand or you know some people are huggers like and we're still in the pandemic so we have to be safe but <laughs> you know what I mean yeah no and it would be awesome to have it like in Austin that's close to you um and in the middle of the U.S. just so you know everybody can access it very easily but yeah that is the dream so one day it'll happen but like I said we only launched two months ago so we have a ways to go <laughs> 
<laughs> Super awesome. And congratulations for just starting you this. because You are definitely making an impact within the entrepreneur space. And I want to give you a chance to share any tips, tricks, and other resources that you may have to help another up and coming entrepreneur. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have so many. Um, honestly, if anybody would love to connect after, like, please message me on Instagram. I'd love to, to, you know, brainstorm and offer advice. My biggest thing is honestly put yourself out there. Um, clubhouse has been a huge resource for me. Um, I know that sometimes when I bring that up, people are like, Oh yeah, I was on clubhouse like years ago and I kind of fell off. Well, I was in the beginning and then I kind of fell off. And about a year ago, I jumped back in and there's incredible rooms. There's rooms with investors. You can practice your pitch. There's rooms that are teaching you anything about social media, like Pinterest I hear is in now. So like there's Pinterest rooms. Um, you can ask questions, you can network. There's so many women. And I say women because that's specifically who I like to connect with. There's so many women who just want to help and they're so successful and you just can go in listen to them speak and leave, or you can jump on stage. You can promote your business. So my biggest piece of advice is download clubhouse, get back on it and get on stage and share your business. Woohoo. <laughs> now involve, what is your call to action for this segment? I would love for people to check out the platform. We offer 10 days for free. Um, if anybody's interested, I'll give a free month. So we'll just set it up as gems. Um, and then um, you'll get one free month in addition to the 10 days free. And all I ask is just for some feedback. Um, like I said, we launched two months ago. So I'm just looking to improve the platform and make it the best possible outlet for entrepreneurs. Um, so feedback would just be greatly appreciated. And remember y'all, feedback is a gift. You give feedback and if the person benefits from it, they're going to use it. If they can't benefit from it right then and there, I always tell people, put it in your deposit bank. So whenever it comes time to make a withdrawal, you have it. So Inball, how can they connect with you on your website and where do you primarily hang out on social media? So um, my website is likemindedcollective.com and my Instagram is like dot minded dot collective. Um, from there, you can find anything, the Facebook group page. I do my own social media, so you can always message me on there. I'll respond. My email's on there as well. Um, so yeah, I hang out usually on Instagram. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of GEMS Podcast. Once again, I am your host and the founder, Ms. Genesis Amaris Kemp, and you just heard Inball Claudio with Like-Minded Collective. All of her contact information will be in the show notes. So read, 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 and connect. And I want to challenge you to step outside of your comfort zone, stretch yourself from where you are now, because on the other side of fear is that miracle and blessing you've been asking for. But all it takes is you taking action to secure a bigger, better, and brighter future. Remember, you can't go back in the past. You can't speed up to the future, but you can be present in the moment to achieve your greatness. So until we chat next time, make sure you subscribe and share this segment. We are on 40 plus platforms. Follow us on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amars Kemp for all things video content. And we're actually looking for brand sponsors and ambassadors 
to continue the mission of GEMS, which is to educate, inspire, and motivate while connecting the dots between diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. Why? Because it takes all of us coming together to make this world a better place for each one of us. So, yes. <laughs> peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day and go out and do something great. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.